babies. That's it. Uh, boys, we are running late, so we're going to go ahead and uh, get the show started with some opening takes on the Simple Mind Sports Joe Friday. We want rewind. This is going to be hard for me to say. Rewind. Rewind edition. Uh, I don't know if we're... Uh, if you have an opinion on the title of that show, it just kind of came to my head. No, it works and, great. Great. Works Thanks, great. Bill. Why don't you get us going with the opening takes? Best weekend of uh, playoff Damn football it. I've ever seen. I mean, you know, the, the last game of the weekend, the, the Bills Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, had what, 212 yards after the two-minute warning and, and in overtime. Like, that game was incredible. They, they, they went 40 yards, 50 yards, and a total of 10 seconds to set up for the game-winning, a game-tying field goal. That was one of the best games we've we've ever seen. It was Josh Allen, the two, two of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL, and Mahomes and Allen just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then at, before that, every game ended in a walk-off. It was three field goals before that, the Green Bay 49ers weekend, and then Cincinnati. Is he reading the email? Fucking – Incredible. Yeah, he's just, he's just he's going just directly off he the just... email for the, for the opening segment. <laughs> I'm like, look at the email. Like, he's going from the word for word. Fucking prick. All right, no, uh, I, that's what I remember. Spoiler I alert. That's a whole read segment e- right there. You think I read the email? <laughs> Took two days to write the email. Bill fucking Bill just shoots fucking it away boom, in 30 right seconds. Yeah. Uh, that's my opening Rex, take. Bill took your opening take. Why don't I shoot it over to you directly, and you can come up with one off the cups of your head. Uh, thank you. Uh, it was great to hear that when Tuka Rask made his third appearance, that the home crowd in the TD Garden was chanting fourth. sway forth, sway, man, because this guy is an absolute joke. What a fucking shot in the face to this organization, bringing Tuka Rask back. Swayman sent down to the AHL to rot pretty much to bring back the corpse that is Tuka Rask. He sucks. Get him out of here. Bring Swayman back. This is just a, another black eye for uh, Bill's boy, Don Sweeney. So, yeah. Six goals, well, Bill, three. Ray has six really... goals, three games for Swayman in Providence. Six goals, three games. Bill, Two I'll goals. go get that tattoo. I'll go get that tattoo with you. If fucking Tukaras's game seven winner in the Stanley Cup final. Ooh, Ray's gonna get a Swayman tattoo in his asshole if he wins one with the Bruins. I want to see it on his. I want to see a twenty-year swing right there. <laughs> I want to see it on his dick hole. It Ooh, has to be right around the head. I don't I'll think they have. Uh, they don't have magnified glasses. They don't have magnified glasses. I'll hold it. Uh, this is opening take, so let me go. Uh, I'll start, and uh, our baseball show covered this. We had a, a terrific interview with uh, with uh, Will Cooper, Will Cooper, uh, who was with the A's organization about hey. baseball and Moneyball. But you guys we probably talking, haven't heard of him. We were talking about <laughs> Hall of Fame inductions that happened this week. Our boy Big Poppy, fuck this. Uh, this is our fucking city. Got in, and look, David Ortiz deserved to get in. Maybe not first ballot. But our our bigger gripe was with the BBWA and not getting Bonds a. and Clemens in. Two A's. A A. Um, it's like no. I read on Thursdays two times in the A A. Uh, I just you need <laughs> to uh, <laughs> show notes, guys. Handbook. <laughs> Baseball is a fucking joke. It's dead to me. David Ortiz is in. Congrats to him. He should have been second, maybe third ballot. Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds should be in. Uh, we'll talk on that a little bit more in the show. We'll uh, get into Bill's divisional weekend of football, which may have been the best ever. Uh, we'll be introducing Blake. Bruins with Blake. We'll be talking about the... Uh, Ooh, did you just come uh, up with that? Well, no, it's in the email. You see it. Uh, hold on one quick. Oh, yeah, it, there it is. It is a gentleman, not a lady. That's correct. 
Right, good to know, uh, well, good to know be, beforehand. It's a Thank big you. show, Bill. Why don't you let me get to the fucking intro? We're going to be talking a little Celtics, a little bit of baseball, and of course, the simplest mind of the week. There are a numerous number of candidates. One of them may be on the panel this evening who is chewing on. Ooh, that would be, that would be and, back to that'd be back to back weeks. Okay. Welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday Rewind, January 28th. Welcome to the show. going on this show is brought to you by white brewing the best craft brewing in new hampshire national new hampshire rage address please 460 amherst street good side of amherst street head on down get yourself a flight a pint uh the best brews are available down there in the winter time uh go warm yourself up with some beautiful suds if you can't get down to the brewery then get at your local beer store wherever you get it tell me simple minds boys sent you white birch brewing all right boys let's talk a little football because Although the Patriots were not in it, uh, disappointing to us, it has been a little bit relieving. It has been a little bit relieving just being able to kind of pay attention to the game, watch football, pay attention to the games, and not shut up, Ray, and not have. You uh, guys were fucking mean to me all weekend. Fuck you. Oh, this Rich, guy. Pl- Rich this. please tell Ray I'm not talking to him this Ray, show. Ray, we're not talking to you right now. <laughs> all uh, I had all weekend. Okay. That's what it was. it was. Through the text message, hey, Rich, can you tell Bill not? It was, it was annoying as Fuck, you guys were assholes all weekend long. No, it started with me mediating between you two, and I was fucking dying. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to why Bill had to mediate between Ray and I because <laughs> Ray set me off on a, uh, a a tirade of fury at the end of the show. In the simplest, read lines. those text messages back. <laughs> but I, it's, it's, they're long and deep. I'll see if I can get there. It's like walking into Irene's room on Tuesday. I, it's just I think that handbook. <laughs> No, that one plays. It it bled into the uh, into the NFL uh, games, and we were going back and forth. Obviously, it it sucks, Bill, because the Bengals are probably the easiest team to root for left in in in, in the championship games here. But Ray is such a fucking asshole about this Joe Burrow bet we made that I can't root for him. I need him to lose because I Ray is the worst. The year of the Fupa is the worst. The year of the Fupa, baby. I've Let's had in go. my entire fucking life, but. Uh, let's go over these, um, let's go over these games and Ray, if you could shoot a message to Blake that we're just going to be uh, five minutes late, that'd be great. Uh, obviously you had four games, uh, four buzzer beaters. You had Saturday, you had Bengals beating the Titans 19 to 16 in a, uh, Ryan Tannehill fucking debacle. That was the other thing that got me mad about Ray. He thought Mac Jones is Ryan Tannehill as he goes on to lose that game. Uh, then you have the 49ers and Packers That's in the night game. That's how it started, you asshole. No, it's not. It's that st- is how it started. You uh, wait, started it. Wait till the end of the show, Ray. I'll let you know how you fucking started it, you dumb fuck. Uh, 49ers beat the Packers 13-10 to 10 in the Saturday night game. There are no number one seeds remaining. Uh, I'll throw it over to you, Bill, with this remark on these games. Aaron Rodgers is the biggest underachiever of his generation. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Because about this time last year, I believe we were talking about Aaron Rodgers being a fraud. It popped up in the, the memories of our show this year. Um, and it was it was so fitting again. It, uh, look at social media. Yeah, I mean, it fucking pops up on my phone. You got to look. <laughs> but no, oh, anyways, dude, but then, but I got to look. 
Right. Jesus, you always got to ruin it. Anyways, no, I mean, he's a fraud. He's a fraud in the playoffs. He got lucky that one year. You know, he they, they, he got lucky. The, 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 key, the team stayed alive when he was knocked out with a concussion. You remember that 2010? Matt Flynn came in second here. second year as a starter or third? No, it was 2010, so it was pretty. I think it was like fourth. That was yeah, it was a, as a starter. I mean, because he yeah, was in the league for four years and then beca- then got the job. I think it was like third year, third or fourth, maybe. Yeah, it was early in his career. But you remember, Matt Flynn came in here in New England, put up a. Anyways, but but I mean, yeah, he's a fraud. He hasn't. He had your. You you had you had home field advantage two years in a row, and you put you go up and put up ten points, and you're gonna be MVP at home in the snow. 10 fucking points and it's embarrassing you went up in last year you can't start you at the point you you stop blaming coaching you stop blaming coaching the fact matt lafleur went for fucking matt lafleur went for field goal instead of you know what i mean it makes then, sense now now well hold on you also you're gonna fall aaron Rodgers for going um Oh for three on the or zero for four, I should say, on the final drive to seal the game for Tampa Bay. So I mean, that's that's on Rodgers, and this is pathetic. I mean, he this is just pathetic. I mean, he's he's a what eleven and twelve now in the playoffs. Tom Brady has more fucking losses than than Aaron Rodgers has wins in the playoffs. That's saying something. <laughs> that's ridiculous. The at one point late in the game, it was in the fourth quarter. The only wide receiver that Aaron Rodgers had attempted a pass to was Devontae that's Adams. True. Yep. They're gonna go. They're gonna go play together in um, Denver. Miami. Miami. No, Denver. Not going to Miami. Denver. This is another reason Ray was making me mad. You just, you just say stupid fucking shit that just makes me fucking mad. Miami just fired their coach for their quarterback. The <laughs> That's what you were doing. I knew you were doing. Go find the text, Bill, because I would like to throw it over to Ray. Uh, if you have any thoughts on the on the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, please do. Ray, Aaron Rodgers is now zero and four against the 49ers, the team that passed on him for Alex Smith, which is a little salt in the wound there. Uh, any thoughts on um, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going down against Jimmy? Which, if you go back to his draft day, he did say he was going to make the 49ers pay every time he played them. So, yeah, he's doing it in a great way by letting them win and go to the AFC Championship game once again. But uh, I think Aaron Rodgers, remember when Peyton Manning was that guy? He was the, probably one of the greatest regular season guys but could never win Ooh, the playoff did. game. I think Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers are the same person because Aaron Rodgers is that kind of person. The only reason why they won a Super Bowl is because he had that stacked defense with Clay Thompson, uh, Clay uh, Matthews, excuse me, and uh, God damn it, the Eve cornerback. Hawk. Nope, the cornerback that's on uh, ESPN now. Cornerback? Charles cornerback. Woodson. Charles, Charles Woodson. Woodson, thank you, thank you. Was he a and, cornerback with them or was he safety at the Yeah, he was, anyway, he was a quarterback. But yeah, that's the only reason why they won the Super Bowl. I think he's the best regular season quarterback. Would I take him on the Patriots? Absolutely not, because you need to win in a big game in the playoffs, and he cannot do it. He is a choke artist when it comes to big games in the spotlight. Kind of like what we were saying about Josh Allen, who, again, choked. I don't want to spoil it, but once again. We'll get there. Yeah, no. He's, not, he, he's just a great regular season guy, but once the playoffs come, it's like a different he's guy. A fraud. You just, he's yeah, a fraud. Yeah. And I give, I actually give Peyton more credit than Aaron. Like, Peyton mm. – he went to more Super Bowls. He won more Super Bowls. Yeah, he's, absolutely. he's a better quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is uberly talented physically. Um, let's not forget that he's an absolute fuck. He's turned into an absolute fucking nut job. And he went on um, what's his but he's face? He's motorboating that fucking girl, though. Went on what's his face's show. Um, Bill, who, the punter. Help me. Pat, Mac- McAfee. Pat McAfee. McAfee. Thank you, Ray. Uh, went on his show and said that uh, millions of people tune into that to root against the Packers because of his vaccination status which may be true, but it's not just rooting against you lied. You fucking douchebag. You lied 
to the national public and then you act like it wasn't a big deal. It's not just that you're unvaccinated and don't give a fucking shit about anything. It's just you lied. People don't like liars and you got away with it. People don't like liars who get away with it. They make millions of dollars. I guess I'll point at Bill. He's not a millionaire. Uh, uh, let's move on to the next game. Titans and Bengals raise Bills, Bengals. Bills, Titans, my Bengals. Let's go Bengals. Who okay. day? Who did? Oh, hold on, and let's talk about Ray's top ten quarterback and Ryan Tannehill, please. Which no, let's talk I about believe. Ray wants. Ray believes Mac Jones is Ryan Tannehill. So if that's the case, then Patriots are fucked because he sucks. Go Bill. Ryan Tannehill sucks. I think. I think going into the season when we did our NFL preview show, Ray was really high on Ryan Tannehill, and me and Rich laughed at you again. So. Fast forward now to the playoffs. You always laugh present at me. time, and we're legit laughing at you because Ryan Tannehill sucks, and it's a shame that you. That's why to... the year of the foop is so hard to take because you're so just stupid. Can't. He's just so dumb. Pot pod, bottom of the total bowl of dumb. Is Welcome so to the darkness stupid. of the foopa, baby. Let's go. Just living under the shade of this fat fuck is so hard. God, yeah, these guys aren't gonna get sucked. Well, you were wrong about this one. Ryan Tannehill pricks. fucking blows. He started. Blows. The, he sucks and blows. Started the game off with an interception. Ended the game with an interception. They had that game in hand. They had the game in hand. They just had a twenty-one yards kick the field goal. You win. It, it was pathetic. Absolutely Not pathetic. A, it Ryan was Tannehill a bad throw. The and reason, it was tipped too, and it was just terrible. The reason why Bills Titans lost is because King Harry Henry was still hurt. Derrick Henry came. As, do you think he looked like himself though? No, it's not the reason it was. Ryan Tannehill is the fucking reason it was. Hold Mac Jones, AJ Brown, and and Julio Jones, and watch where the Patriots go. One seed. And and give me Derrick Henry with Mac Jones, please. One seed. One seed. And what was Tennessee? A one seed. Thank you. Can you mute him and let's move on? He's getting mad again. I'm just... You just... Fucking douchebag. Let me mute him and say this. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, not terribly impressive in this game. No, that was terribly impressive. Nine times. Sacked nine times, came out and said that he doesn't want to be called an underdog anymore. Boy, listen up. It's the second year in the league. It's the first time in the playoffs. You're a fucking underdog because you're in Cincinnati. You could, you could Nothing say that good happens in Cincinnati. Yeah, I was going to make sure we had to run He's the He's white. The, uh... You can say that. Sunday games, Rams and Bucks. Ram, what, it, wild. Wild fucking game here. Rams. This is why it. this is why we didn't talk. This and Grayson Allen is this is also yeah, what is, like right, Bill. We're trying to just talk about football and like and yeah, we're rooting for one team or another. You but snip snap motherfuckers. Anything good that happens and Ray has like any type of motivation for them to win, he's such a fucking asshole about it. He's Can we not enjoy fucking... I I didn't care if the Brady won. I if I think this is last year. I, I who said started it. the Brady's dead to me thing? Me. And then what did you say in the text exchange? Only because you were going. You motherfucking <laughs> snip snapping son of a bitch. No, but I didn't this snip is snap. I've been the same route of with Brady you. I was pointing at Bill. Fuck you, this you're, you're ricochet. That, that was a good game. That was an exciting game to watch when he, they were down 27 to three. And it's like, all right, now I'm going to root for you to come back. Let's go. Yeah. Let's come back. And that and was you it. Were I mean, it. You were chirping. You were chirping. I don't know. Chirping what? I was talking to Rich all day. You you were nowhere to be found. Me and yeah, you, as a matter of fact, Rich, we talking. Well, I was there. I was there, but you guys wouldn't talk. Neither of us didn't see you saying anything all day. But obviously, uh, the game itself, uh, wild, you know, wildly insane. <laughs> so the Rams funny. and Stafford tried to throw it away. The Detroit came out in this guy. Uh, obviously, he ended it with a big throw to Cooper Cup. I give yeah, him an all-out blitz. Bill, I know you're a fucking Stafford guy, but Dumb. anybody can make that throw, dude. Like the, terrible defense, terrible defense all weekend. By the way. Matt Stafford laid it up for Cooper Cup. I give it to Cooper Cup. The guy's the best wide receiver in, in the football. 
He got himself open twice in that drive with ridiculous moves. Dude, he had a, what a seventy-seven yard touchdown, and then he had a fucking sixty-four yard touch, uh, sixty-four yard catch to seal it. The fact like, that the Rams on. couldn't seal that game, tried to give it away multiple times, and the Bucks couldn't take advantage, tells you either that Brady's at an end or that the Bucks are inept. Dude, they did. They took it, dude. Like they gave everything. Like Brady. Turnover on downs and what it what or the was it a fumble or whatever happened and then the next play with Matthew Stafford the snap goes ten feet over his fucking head they get the ball back and then you're like okay they they score the touchdown you're trying to wait wait whatever and then fucking what happens Cam Akers like you 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 fumble stop them they kick if you get a minute and a half left no timeouts Cam Akers fucking fumbles the ball they march down and score a fucking touchdown and it's like Jesus Christ and then just to blow it like that that would have never happened when Brady was on the Patriots I'm sorry they would have no, never win, let who, who's the safety there for Bucks Winfield Winfield came up and took that throw it just that's not your job I read dude. an interesting your only uh, yeah. fucking job is to not let them get the deep ball your only I, job is not getting the deep ball they read an interesting that. article too and it was like about that what i was kind of referencing it was like bill sits him down and says all right this is what they do on this play this is what they do on this like third and what this is what they do on blah 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 when they need this you know bruce arians doesn't do that shit so it's like the preparedness that would never happen throw the miami miracle bullshit out because they whatever that was probably the Bad worst play, decision but, by belichick but yeah putting gronk yeah, in there, yeah. Putting gronk again in but you think it was a hail mary you didn't think it was a shooting ladder play but whatever that's neither here and there no they we've we've seen um a little to none of those breakdowns uh at the end of games with the patriots that's why belichick is you know the greatest of all time and, and uh coaching around the league is is suffering for sure and and we're gonna move on to the next game beautiful segue by me i put this game on coaching and defense over the quarterbacks that all of America has been gushing over. Of course, I'm talking about the chiefs and the bills and the, what, how many points were scored in the last two minutes, two men, 27 or 28, 20, whatever the, whatever the goddamn number was, they went back. They had a lead change three times in the last two minutes. Obviously everyone's seen the, either the game or the replays <laughs> at this point in time. Um, look, I'll concede that I've been hard on Josh Allen. And I have said that he uh, is due for fucking up in big moments that didn't happen in this game. Hasn't happened really since the bucks game of this year, Josh Allen top five quarterback in the league. I'll give it to you. Well done. I don't want to hear that. That performance was not him. Tell me one throw he put into a tight window. There was nobody within 10 yards of those fucking receivers. (laughs) Well, Gabriel Davis had four touchdowns and I think one was nice, but dude, that game was like, you want bad coaching throughout the game. Yeah. Yeah. Good throws. I'm talking about the last two minutes for Josh Allen when they marched up and down the field when they needed to, (laughs) that defense was pathetic. This game's this game's on McDermott, dude. Thirteen seconds, thirteen seconds left, and you kick it out of the end zone. You need to squib that. You need to make take some time off that clock, right? You you kick it, kick it. Belichick, any coach, you're kicking it to about the one yard line. Make they're not going to fair catch it. You're going to try to run, right? So I mean, you could take five six seconds, five six or seven seconds off on a long run, and then boom, you got one play. Right. That's a bad, that's not, that's a bad coaching 13 seconds. You let them go two plays fucking 45, 50 yards to set a field goal. That's just bad coaching. Well, they say Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey had like 50 yards. That Tyreek Hill touchdown was, did you see when he gave a, he gave a peace sign to the linebacker that was in front of him. 
He was ahead of him. He was running ahead of him. He's like peace and gone. But dude, Josh Allen, Josh Allen showed like that was the probably one of the best game he's ever played. Yeah. The best two games. He had nine touchdowns. He hit a quarterback rating in the two games of 148 or some ridiculous number like that. Incredible. Like it wasn't a fluke what we saw last year. It, it, it sucks as a Patriots fan that we're seeing a, a, a legit top five quarterback in the a, in the AFC East now. Like Go that, ahead, that right. shows it. It wasn't on him. They, they did not lose because of Josh Allen. No, sure. but what's going to be interesting next year for 2022, Eric Bieniemy and Brian Dable both show that they are head coaching candidates. I would love. I, I I can't wait for next Dayball's year. Dayball's going to Miami. But I can't see. I can't or wait Giants. to see what happens next year with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes without their offense corners. That I think help propel them to this stage. I want to see what happens when they have new a regime come in and change up a little bit of the game. Dayball's got a track record. He came up with the Patriots. He was, you came up with McDaniels, all that. He went to fucking with Tua. He made Tua in Alabama and now he just made Josh Allen here. I mean, he's a quarterback guy. I mean, I, it's well, a that's why I want to see what happens, what happens now that they don't have that. It's a great point, Ray. And I think it affects Josh Allen more than uh, Mahomes because Andy Reid is there and he's really the, He's the, the guru of the yeah, offense. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the guy on the offense. Similar He's to calling on defense. Brian Dayball made Josh Allen. It'll be, it will be interesting to see what he does after this. And, um, but yeah, he, you know, he, he started that game really making plays with his runs, design runs. I think that offense was really, really well coached and really well done by Dayball. It'll be, he should get a job. Uh, Miami is really coveting him, but I think now Dave I'm here. Giants, he's the number, he's the number one head guy. Uh, guy well, Giants just mind. because the Giants just hired the assistant GM in Buffalo as their exactly. uh, G- so team. So keep your eye out. But for but them. if you're if you're Dayball and you have your pick between the Giants or you have your pick between Miami and the Giants, I'm taking. I'm going to Miami. Fuck I'm going to the Giants. I'm going to the Giants that. because you don't have a quarterback. And you have full reign of whatever you want. You don't have Miami a quarterback is a in the dumpster Giants. fire. They just Brian. That's what I'm saying. Just, you don't have a quarterback. You can get whatever you want. In 20 years. Miami. I've told you this before, Bill. Stop falling into that trap of Miami. They're a dumpster it, fire. Until that owner email. sells the team, they're they're the Cincinnati's, they're the Clevelands. They're not hey, going anywhere. Fuck right off. Uh, all right, real quick because we're gonna get to some Bruins talk. Is Brady coming back? Yes or no? No. No. Yes. Um, we'll Something get different. We can we can yes. Talk to- you fucking asshole. All right, who's Team winning? Brady. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Give me your give me your favorites, AFC, NFC. KC, Rams, KC, Super Bowl. Bengals, 49ers is going to be the biggest betting game of the season because both of these guys were so Kyle, big about Kyle, it. Kyle Shanahan, 6-0 and against uh, Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go 49ers, um, Kansas City. and uh, No one wants Bengals? No one wants Bengals? No. Nope. Honest to God. I, I hope it's the Bengals because I'm sick of KC fans. It's, the dark side of the football is rooting for the fucking Bengals. It's gonna be you're a fake. Out. You're a fake. Bengals All right, we'll fan. be right back with uh, with some Bruins talk. Guy Blake is coming on. There he is. Oh, oh how's it going, it guys? Hey, Blake, how, are how are you? Doing well. Wow, you Doing guys good. got quite the setups. Well, uh, well, some of us bill just, has, just a has a tv in a in a closet <laughs> but it has guns in it so watch out it's better it's quick clack <laughs> hey i'm in i'm in transition of moving <laughs> that's fair as well he's also getting pussy whipped blake uh welcome to the the sh- to my <laughs> from the two guys that are married yeah <laughs> fuck yep. off family man <laughs> 
That's right. Heaven forbid we're family men. Sorry, Bill. Check my taxes, bitch. I the the uh, with us is is Blake Thorne of the NHL Reporter with Hockey Night in New England. Thanks for coming, Blake. Your first time on the show. We we hope to have you back if Bill of doesn't course. bite you. Um, why don't you, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? You know where to find your stuff, what you do, and then we'll get in some Bruins talk, man. Yeah, sounds good. So I mean, I was born and raised in Bridgewater, Mass, the South Shore. I played hockey my whole life until the end of high school. I'm at Worcester State now. I'm a senior. I'm graduating in May. Looking Worcester forward State. To that. Yes, sir. Worcester State University. Bill works yeah. in Worcester. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, no. I don't I work live. in Worcester. I work in Shrewsbury. Oh, excuse me. Oh, it's adjacent. It's adjacent. Yeah, it's right next door. <laughs> but uh, are there as yeah, many no, crabs I... in Shrewsbury as there are in Worcester? <laughs> no, Shrewsbury is very rich. Got it. So they, they got rich. Those things they out. got rich people people diseases and drugs fair enough <laughs> yeah but uh i st- still play lacrosse and golf at worcester state so yeah still continuing uh the little athletic ability that i have <laughs> but i'm um, going as long so... as you can my man must be nice <laughs> it's all so right you... it's okay it's free golf can you can you yeah beat you can't go... can no, you beat you can't that? Go... No, no, no no not at all free nine every day thank you free so you're play. doing uh Worcester. what do you say bill where does he? Where do you play in Worcester? Uh, so we play in Sutton at um, Blackstone Valley. Is that, but, is uh, that all right, Bill? Is that all right? Yeah, no, I'm just asking. I played desk. a couple courses out. Fuck off! I was just fucking hey, asking. Jesus Christ! I hate. I hate. <laughs> See, this is why. Just fuck off. Okay. Uh, uh, so Blake, so you're doing uh, a little bit of uh, NHL coverage and Bruins coverage, yeah. content creation. So, Tell us um, where we can find that. Yeah, so I got hired by Hockey Night New England to be their head NHL reporter back in July. I worked at CLNS Media Network before that with Evan Marinovsky, who's pretty big in the hockey journalism world. And he taught me so many things and uh, trying to carry that on to my work now. Uh, currently, we have a uh, journalism website under construction. So I haven't been writing many articles or doing as much video content as, as I would like to be, but that is coming in the near future. I do everything on Twitter. Um, and my handles at underscore Blake Thorne, pretty simple. Nice. But yeah, that's pretty right much on, about it. And we just watch the Bruins and share our opinions every day on Twitter. It's nice. There you go. Well, let's get some opinions from you on the uh, Simple Mind Sports Show. If you can't from the tell from the title or our general demeanor, we're a bunch of morons. But we we do <laughs> like sports and we think we know a thing or two. Bill is our resident hockey guy and asshole, so he'll have some things to say. But I want to get your uh, just. As your first time on, what's your opinion of this team, of the Bruins team? What, you know, what's their ceiling? Um, mm-hmm. Are they, you know, uh, they're not title contenders clearly, but can they make a couple moves? Should they be buying at the deadline? Uh, where do you stand right now with this year's team? So, in my opinion, they have two needs, and one may be a little bit higher than the other, but I think their biggest need is a second line center. And then definitely they need some help on the blue line. I mean, they are if they're going to want to contend this season, they're going to have to do some big spending at the deadline. And granted, they don't have a lot of money to work with, so they're going to have to move some guys around. So, But I think the, def- the defense, and I'm sure Bill can say this, can definitely play better. But they still have been pretty good in some games and have separated us from the other team in several games as well. Um, the two fixes I'd say they need is um, the consistency with their D-zone coverage. They need to cover the net front better, control the rebounds up front of the net. We've let up too many rebound goals at just that second chance we can't let them get. Um, 
bills. So yeah, I agree with you. Um, well, you're overpaid you know, on Thorbird, who sucks balls. Yeah. So I mean that that's a huge thing. That's, and so, I mean that that's a huge thing. I I've been preaching a second line center. You can find D men. Just just you know go go cheap on a guy just that you can plug and play. I mean JT Miller out in Vancouver. I'd love to plug him in. Overpay for him. You got to go for something. Bergeron's yeah. walking away walking away this year. Sell the farm. Sell whatever you can to try to chase a cup because I think they're two maybe three pieces away because one of those pieces is is sitting down in Providence right now. That's never going to see the ice up here. And that's a goal. That's a goaltender in Jeremy Swayman that needs to be in net because Olmark and what we've seen out of Olmark, especially lately in Tugarask has been terrible. So you have really yeah. three needs. You created a problem by bringing back, you created a problem that you didn't need to create because you didn't have mm-hmm. a fucking problem in the first place. And then he brought back to grass. So you're three, in my opinion, you're a D men away. And then a fucking second line center, because that's it. You need to balance out the scoring. Even when you have these top two lines and moving holla down and pair him up down there, but you got to do something. JT Miller needs to be the target first yeah. round, second round. I don't care what it fucking takes back in nine and anything, anything <laughs> to go yeah. and grab him. What are your thoughts yeah, on, I- JT, on JT Miller? So I have a ton of stuff on this. Um, I definitely love the move for JT Miller because Vancouver has already expressed interest in, in DeBrusque. And I don't think you guys talked about the Jacob Chikrin rumors and all that, and that you would maybe include um, DeBrusque in that package. I'd actually try to save DeBrusque for the package for JT Miller. Or as a bunch of stuff came out today, Claude Giroux, I would go for both of them. But I would take Jake. Claude Giroux. I would take Claude Giroux in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. I just think he's a big time player and including mm-hmm. the playoffs. And, and, and you yeah, know, I'll let you go, but guy. let me add my two cents. Whatever DeBrus, get him out. And yeah. whatever mm-hmm. comes back, I'm for this guy should not be on the team after the deadline. I've been saying it for two years, but I've been pushing trading a lot of people for two years, but DeBrus got, <laughs> has, he's got to be he's gone. number one. He's number one. You, you can't, you can't be hot and cold and, the NHL, it's just not going to happen. The fans are going to hate you, and that's exactly bubble, what happened. He's a bubble hockey player, <laughs> a pond hockey guy. Speak more to towards the uh, the Miller or Giroux stuff that you've been hearing, though, if you would. Ah, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> let me just find that in my notes. But I like you'd obviously have to give away a lot more than just Jake DeBras for a guy like JT Miller or Claude Giroux. And Giroux is fifteen, uh, fifteen assists, nineteen goals and 34 points in 40 games, which isn't pretty bad. And Drew's also, he's got that Canadian connection with Marchand and Burgi. He's an old guy. He's in the back end 34. of his career. He's yep, going yep. to buy into a team like this who has some veteran guys in the room who's like, they all like granted Bergeron and Marchand got their cup ready, but they're in the back end of their career. They want another cup and Drew's in the same exact boat. So yeah, I I'm think with he Bill. would fit I- in seamlessly. I just think the Bruins are, are at a position now that they have um, a done so poorly in their draft that your, your system is little to none. Um, mm-hmm. They've given away enough first round picks chasing these titles that, that attributes to it. And you're still investing in these guys Tuka Rask first among them, bringing him back clearly tells you that, you know, you're here to compete in the playoffs and that, and mm-hmm. if that's the case and that's the path that you're going to take, then you have to take it all the way at yeah. this point in time in Bergeron's career and Tuka's career. And with this team, because you got no youth coming up anyway, so you might as well sell what you have to try and push this year. And to your point, I don't know if they have enough to do it. Maybe DeBrusque has pumped up his trade value enough to, to land 
a TJ Miller bit, or someone yelling like just that? a little. He sucks. Yeah. I mean, would you? But so if you he, could get a JT Miller, you're gonna have to overpay, and, and I'm 100 overpaying for offense. Not JT defense. Miller is at a point a game this season, which nobody on the Bruins is. And granted, I have a stat: the Bruins' defense collectively as a unit, including like Moore and Zaboro guys who are in and out of the lineup. Obviously, Zaboro's been out, but they've put up 75 points this season as a collective blue line. The Panthers. How many, blue of, those, line, how many of those are McAvoy? a good deal. I think it was around 25. Okay. And uh, the Panthers blue line has put up 124 points in just four more games, which you need, like they're a top three team in the league right now. If you're going to be a top three team in the league, you need to have that production from the blue line. And we're just not seeing that. So I have so, a question real quick Go ahead, uh, for JT Miller or Claude Giroux. What if they say they want Swayman? Bye-bye. Are you bye willing bye. to give that up? Because obviously, Allmark's all not bye. the guy that's going to help you out. You I can mean, find a goalie. Bye bye. So let me give There's... you the trade. Let me give you the high end trade package. And this is for Arizona, too, um, who's looking for an NHL player, prospect, first round, maybe a second round. And this is what I've seen and what I've heard, and I think is pretty accurate. If, it's got to start with the brusque because you got to get him off your team. You probably have to go then to Swayman or the Fabian kid. At a don't, talk, don't even no we can't we can't get rid of fabian Lysel. i'm not this is where i'm at now this is this is where i'm at blake this is i think this team because you have nothing else so what the fuck is the point and then your first round pick so can't if that's I'm your if that's your package it, get rid of them. and you give it up for a 23 year old left shot defenseman with high end or 28 year old you know second line centerman i don't know do you do it? Because I think that's where you're at. I think that's what it's probably going to, it's certainly going to take that with Arizona. It might take that maybe a little less for, you know, JT, but who knows? As, as we've seen recently with Arizona, they're pick hungry. They're in a complete rebuild stage right now. They'll take literally any pick that they can get. And if I'm making a trade and I'm Don Sweeney, I'm not including Jeremy Swayman. I'm not including Fabian Lysel. Fire Don Sweeney. <laughs> But Fabian Lysol is one of the two point leaders on his Vancouver Giants team right now. And I have the stats on that. Let me find it. He's at nine, uh, 12 assists, 19 goals, 31 points in 24 games. And I've compared all of his stats to David Pasternak's stats. He surges over David Pasternak and he was taken lays, later in the draft. That's, that's all I got. I'm just going to leave it on that. I'm not going to get rid of Fabian Lysol. I hear you. I, you know, I just, again, I, I wonder what the, uh, after, you know, after this year, if, if Bergeron walks away, Tuca probably walks away. Where are you? What are you doing? You're, you know, you're in a fire sale. Yeah. So if this is your chance, you have to kind of evaluate how far away you are from a cup, mm-hmm. which is hard to do in the NHL because anything can happen, right? You know, uh, yeah. your, your path can be laid out for you. Injuries can happen. Any puck can bounce a certain way. And how, how far away is this Bruins team? And do you sacrifice? You're going to have to start over next year anyway. Yes. How, how much, is... how much difference is Fabian Lysol going to make in a three-year gap where you, you really built, you know what I'm saying? He could be the him, Pasternak and McAvoy, maybe Swayman could be your guys for the next five, six years, but you have to start over at some point. Yeah. I'd probably, I, I like to think at it this way that like, Fabian Lysel could be somewhat like the Bergeron start of the next generation of a solid Bruins team. Like we saw 
back through 2008 up to 2015 when they were just complete concrete throughout that time. Yeah. The Finnish and, or Swedish? Swedish. Either way, he's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's your question. Yeah. No, that's yeah a be- he actually is a hothead. He's a really bad hothead. And like the Bruins have talked about that. Like he has some discipline issues, but they've definitely like told him, like, you got to watch what you do now. <laughs> check, so he, check your pussy shit, countries. <laughs> they're Vikings, fish-based you countries. dumb fuck. No, they're fish based. They're fish based oh, okay. countries. They're all pussies. Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Blake, look, uh, that's as much time we got for tonight. We appreciate you jumping no on. We'll we'll definitely have you back. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for thanks for joining us. And just uh, just plug your spot again. Where can we find uh, find your stuff? Yeah, uh, so you can find all my Bruins coverage. I mean, it's eight fifty right now. The Bruins are playing at ten p.m. against the Avalanche later on. So I'll be tweeting about that on my Twitter at Blake Thorn or at underscore Blake Thorn. And cool. yeah, thanks, guys. Pleasure right on, man. Me. All right, go bees. We'll catch you soon. Yes, sir. Have a good night, guys. You too, Blake. Yeah. Bill, did you make two friends tonight? I saw you when he was talking about, you know, the Bruins ride. Just a little. The heart well, he, is, he had mentioned second line center it piqued my interest. I saw you know that. What? You know what? I, and this is this is uh, a credit to my professionalism that Bill has forgotten about during this whole show in terms of interrupting Two years. when he has a thought in his fucking head. Two years. Uh, I've been preaching for a second line center for literally fucking two goddamn years. Trade nope. Krejci and bring me someone Bill. else. Give me, give me the fucking kid from <laughs> Buffalo. And Bill is they're gonna and now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden. You know what, Ray? I think you're right. He does like to follow what I said. Sometimes it just takes a little bit longer than other times. It takes a little bit, but he, yeah, whatever. Just like your emails. Yeah. Just like word for word. He's reading them now. Actually, he's he's watching the Bruins pregame or something. Look, we're running late. We have a couple more segments to get to, but first we have to get to headlines with the (laughs) obvious one that is actually sponsored by Wordle. So good luck, Ray. Wordle? Uh, thank you, Richard. The Celtics annihilated the ignoble Kings on Tuesday, 128-75 to 75 in the third okay, quarter. Jason, okay, okay. Jason and Jalen were vanquishing the Kings team 66-52. to 52. Tatum concluded the affair with 31 points, 6 assists, and Brown orchestrated 24 points and 10 rebounds. The Celtics' stature in the East... Oh, uh, uh, you fucking asshole. Nine <laughs> <laughs> Dominion. Uh, the Boston Bruins, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. Subjugated themselves to a two and one record since we last transpired with victories over the Capitals and Jets. The local ice bear are barking now in a three game. Oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Pre, nope. The Bruins. The Bruins curriculum tiled Nestle in a 24-13-2 adequate for 50 points and the dos wild card standing. Oh, fuck. Big Poppy Fusvato in the <laughs> Salon de la Familia del Villapor Pirima Vizna Boto Roger Clemens Barry Bonds eh, Kurt Schilling Ahorha and Stofira de la Baseball Hall of Fame was not very, very good to Sammy Sosa either. This has been Headlines with the obvious one sponsored by Wordle. Fuck you, Richard.
<laughs> well done, Ray. Good Spanish, bud. <laughs> I thought that was French. Damn it. You would. When you texted today, wait, we're sponsored by Wordle? Like, the fuck is Wordle? Fucking idiot. Wordle is his new, uh, I don't game. know, my wife does it. It's a new game online. You like you have to guess a word. And, I don't know. It's like Scrabble. Uh, well done. Good Spanish there, Ray. Uh Peregrination, peregrination, I think is the word you're looking for. And uh, the fuck curriculum is vitae is uh, I'm pretty sure it's Latin. All right, boys, uh, we're a little bit later in this show. We're going to talk some Celtics, quick baseball. Uh, check out our baseball uh, show if you haven't, and uh, end with simplest mind of the week. So, Raymond, um, we haven't heard from you a lot in recording for two hours here. Let's talk a little bit of basketball, unless Bill has some thoughts. We'll go to him first. Uh, but let's talk Celtics. Let's talk Celtics. Ray, uh, Tatum drops 51. I just want to see Ray Wizards. eat the cum cookie. <laughs> a couple days later, the Celtics beat um, the Kings by 53, 128 to 75. Uh, my first thought is big deal. Front runners. They've been this team for two years. Show me it when they a little pressure is applied to you. They have never been able to do that uh but guys like b-rob at mass live are calling the celtics a quote-unquote juggernaut with their starting lineup back with marcus smart and al horford who've only played 14 games together have a nine and five record and uh have one of the top three plus minuses in the league as a starting lineup ray i ask you um just your thoughts on the celtics little surge here they played the kings without darren fox like are we seriously gonna make them be like this juggernaut that B Rob's saying, no, they played a bad team. They went out in the first quarter. They were up 33 to seven in the first quarter. I mean, they were blowing them out. They are a front running team, but when they play good teams is what happens is they start crumbling in the second half in the third quarter, the league is, you know, little by little. And then the fourth quarter, they just blow it. So they need, they need to do the against the nets, the 76ers, the heat, the team, the Bucks, the teams in the East that are, going to be competing for an NBA championship this year. And I don't think the Boston Celtics have that in them. And again, it was against a De'Aaron Fox less Kings team. Who gives a fuck? The only thing I'll say about this is um, yeah, they, they beat the okay. Cookies coming. Probably not. They're down five games to get to fourth. They're not going to get there. I'll be eating the cum cookie. The, the only problem is the only difference. I, I mean, is the wizards are a decent team and they beat them. Um, uh, what happened to the wizards last night? relatively handily and the Kings are atrocious, but the Celtics blew them out. So when you say they have to do this against the good teams, they have, they've beat the best teams in the league. They just That's don't do Suns team. They, probably the best win of the season, but they just don't do anything consistently. And here's what's been consistent about this. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown hit shots. When they hit shots early, they're really fucking good. They're really good. When they get a lead, they play the type of basketball they need to play to win. When pressure is applied on them, they revert back to bad habits and they miss shots and they put their head down and they're mentally fucking soft. That's it. That's it. Show me that you're different than that. And then I'll start giving you credit until that. No, doesn't what matter. What they say too, that Tatum's doesn't matter who you percentage. play. They could have blown out the bucks by 30 fucking points. And I'd say the same goddamn thing. You have to, you have to, if once applied pressure against you now, show me that you're, you're a top team. What are you saying, Ray? I think Jason Tatum's like field goal percentage is like in the 50th, like he's right around the 50, 55 range. Like, yeah, he has these spurts, but like you're saying, he goes ice cold and there's games that he just looks like absolute trash out there and his demeanor is down. He's not like when he shoots and he's making it and he's getting 50 points, we're going to win. 
But when he's having these bad games, the whole team goes down, the whole demeanor goes down, and he brings them down with him. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's in the 50 range for a field goal percentage, obviously he's having more bad games than good games because this 50-point game, this is the first time he's been the top scorer like that this season. So, I mean. He's had a bad shooting season, and um, his track record does show that around this time of year, he, he kind of starts to pick it up and he starts to go off, which, like, this is his problem. He thinks he's LeBron. Like, he thinks he can just show up and coast for the first couple months and then turn it on, and you, you're just not that fucking guy, dude. You're just not that guy. Not yet. Maybe not ever. Not Certainly guy, not LeBron. You're not that guy, Gavin. You're um, not that guy, pal. So, and to my greater point that I've been saying for a long time, the Celtics are only going to go as far as Jason Tatum will go. And I will say this to his credit. He does look different, and he does look better. He's better at around the rim. He's better at driving. He's showing how to use his physicality. He's getting really good at passing at a double teams. His assists are up. His rebounds are up. His defense is great. He's having a better year um, overall, even if his shooting is down. He's evolving as a player. Jalen Brown less so, but still evolving. They're just not there yet. Which brings me to the next point. Al Horford and Dennis Schroeder need to be off this team by the deadline. They're both essentially expiring contracts. They both don't really make this Suck. team better. Get them off the fucking team. Get what you can get for them. Get picks. Uh, get under luxury tax. That's basically what this team is looking to do is get under the luxury tax and see where you can go in the offseason with some trade exemptions and, uh, and uh, you know, and, and some and some younger guys. You missed the guy, uh, though. You missed the guy, though. Marcus Smart. He needs to be off this team as well. Come trade. So, look, Marcus Smart in a 60-point blowout had zero three points. shot attempts and zero points. Fine with it. I'm fine with it. If he can give you that every single night and they can win. No, but he has the contract. He has the best contract to trade. Yeah, but you can still move him in the offseason if you're trying to get on the luxury tax here. I don't think you're going to bring enough impactful people to make a serious run this year. So expiring contracts, anything that um, trade exemptions, anything that you can get in the offseason, I think that's probably what you're going to get the most of unless someone Dallas is interested in smart. So, yeah, if I can move them now, I'm going to move them. If not, you move them in the offseason and see I just what see what this, more money. I just want to see what this team looks like without him here. I want to see how the Jays do without Marcus Smart here, who is the quote-unquote leader in the locker room. I want to see how Someone's they take the next up. step. Well, no, hey, that's I, what I want to see if they do take the next step up without Marcus Smart here. Yeah, chemistry, I think, is has been the biggest issue. And again, I, I, I reverted back to uh, Jason and Jalen growing the fuck up. And if that takes getting Marcus smart out of their way, then so be it. But $19 million. Look, I'm with you, Bill. No, no points and three shots. He was awesome in that game. He was awesome in that game and not even he just dream on a, green. That's what we want him to be. But now the next game, he's going to gonna shoot 12, three pointers. Maybe, maybe not. This is, this is the point of this Celtics team. You have to prove to me over a, a long period of team that this is long period of time, that this is what you are now. And if you can prove it, then you should be pretty good because your talent is there. We've been saying this for two years. As you've been a middling team, you're underachieving. So we'll see what they can do. Um, I had some moves that they can make, but we're late. So we'll, uh, we'll get to, th to that another day. Uh, for now, let's take a quick afternoon delay. I don't know, Ron, that sounds kind of crazy. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, uh, all right. We talked about this on our baseball show, but uh, uh, just to, to touch on it here in the rewind, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, 
uh, elected into the Hall of Fame. First ballot uh, Hall of Famer. Excuse Ru- me. I said that in my uh, headlines. I don't understand Spanish. <laughs> we didn't hear that. Yeah, we're, sorry, we don't speak Spanish. We just heard Rob Burgundy. You understand where our motives come from. Um, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds left off, uh, left out of the Hall of Fame, including Manny Ramirez and A-Rod, if you want to go down that road. Um Fuck baseball. They, they fucked this up. They are a uh, dead entity. They don't get it. They refuse to evolve. David Ortiz deserves the Hall of Fame, not first ballot. It's all cheapened. David Ortiz's uh, first ballot Hall of Fame is cheapened. Roger Clemens, the leading Cy Young, uh, one arguably the best pitcher in baseball history. Barry Bonds, the leader in home runs, arguably the best hitter in baseball history. They deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. If they're not in your Hall of Fame, it's a fucking joke. They screwed up. It's a joke, Bill. Philly baseball. It's a joke. Yeah, David Ortiz, I think, you know, you'll hear it on our baseball show, year three to five on the ballot. You know, I think he was the steroid thing had to have been hold, held against him. He got a free pass. Even Rob, Rob Manfred came out as a, you know, David Ortiz is an MLB network employee, Fox employee, came out and basically said like, yeah, yeah, no, could have been a tainted sample. He, you know, he was liked by the media and Clemens and Bonds were, and it's a fucking shame. Guys like that should have got in, penalize them for nine years and get them in on the last year. But again, it, the, the fringe players, the, the Biggios, the Bagwells, the, the Pudges, the Mike Piazzas, all those fringe guys in the steroid era are ruining it for guys like Clemens, guys like Bonds, guys like Alex Rodriguez, guys like Manny Ramirez, guys that legitimately deserve to be in based off their skill set, not their steroid use. And and I think the numbers, if you judge when they, you can kind of guess when they got it, when they steroids. Bonds, you could tell. When he got to fucking San Francisco, he's he juiced. Pittsburgh career, man, that he was fucking Hall of Famer. Roger Clemens, before he went to New York, Toronto, Toronto, those first two years where he went back, back to back, back to back Cy Youngs, I thought he juiced because he came back in shape and jacked. You know, he got fat and out of shape in those later years of the Red Sox because he hated Dan Duquette. I think that was the year he started juicing. But if you look up into 96, the last season he was with Boston, I mean, th- those are Hall of Fame years, 220 strikeout gains, three Cy Youngs, I believe, at the time. I mean, those are Hall of Fame years. So, I mean, it's seven th- that Cy needs to be Youngs. taken that needs to be taken into consideration bonds. And as much as I hate both of them, as much as I hate both of them as players and I'm happy they're not in as, as based off my hatred, they deserve to be in Ray, your thoughts on the baseball hall of fame. Fuck it up. Uh, just like I said, on the baseball show, the nerds are fucking it up just because they didn't like how a player talked to them in the media. They're uh, hold a grudge for them for getting into the hall of fame. And I think it's just a dumb way of having a uh, hall of fame inductees being brought in because the baseball writers of America are just spiteful assholes. I think there should be a new system, maybe uh, hall of famers voting in for the players coming in so that there's not uh, any grudges held, but yeah, baseball writers of America are just a bunch of nerds that if someone picks on them, they're not going to vote them in, which is fucking stupid. Frankly, I don't really, there's not, if they put Clemens and Bonds in, I don't really have a problem with a lot of it. I mean, you can start nitpicking at guys, sure, but you can do that anywhere with anything. I think all Hall of Fames have gotten too uh, trigger happy with guys. I mean, certainly the basketball Hall oh. of Fame is fucking ridiculous. Anybody NFL consider that thing? You play, you play seven years, you're in the basketball Hall of Fame, but with baseball, you're the. I've said this multiple times now. Your leader in hits, your leader in home runs, and your leader in Cy Youngs. Your best hitter, your best home run hitter, and your best pitcher are not in your Hall of Fame. Your Hall of Fame's a fucking joke. Your Hall of Fame's a fucking joke. It's ridiculous, and it's mm-hmm. not because 
One is because of a morality clause. He was betting on the game. Yep, you should punish him. I think he's had his fill. I think yeah, Pete Rose has had his fill of punishment. Put the fucking guy in. He's the best Which is of the stupid, game's ever seen. Which is stupid because as soon as he dies, they're going to put him in. So it's stupid. Uh, Just put him uh-huh. in now. Yep. Uh, Barry he's Bonds. only banned for life. He wasn't banned for afterlife. There you go. No, Barry, solid point. Barry Bonds certainly doesn't deserve the home run record, but he was most feared hitter in all of the game. Uh, during Dude, I sent you those. That, did I send you the four year stats? That four year, he had 232 walks and 120 were intentional in 04. And he had 45 home runs, struck out 41 times. He had more home runs and strikeouts. That is he incredible. Had more play, he had more on he was on base more times than he had plate appearances. Official plate. He had 300 in total base, 303 total bases and 373. He was walked twice with the bases loaded. <laughs> it's insane. Walked twice with the bases loaded on intentionally. Purpose. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for him not to be in, and of course, you know, Roger Clemens is arguably the best pitcher in, in, in baseball history. And all you have to do is go watch, just go watch them play. They're clearly the best people, the best athletes on that fucking field. I always it's say ridiculous. you go by the eye, you always go by the eye test. You, you you throw out a lot of shit. Are you gonna hold fucking Deflate Gated against Brady when you 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 vote him in as the first ballot Hall of Famer because he got, you know, would Depends you hold on it? If fucking Goodell's in charge of the goddamn thing. Fucking Goodell. Yeah, that was pretty clown good. motherfucker. Cocksucker. Uh, good segue to a uh, simplest mind of the week as we close out the show. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Uh, of course, the Baseball Hall of Fame uh, for me is, is uh, baseball in general is on the top of this list. But we have a couple candidates. Um, let's start with this one. This is probably the lower on the list. Byron Leftwich agrees to a head coaching job in Jacksonville. Is that confirmed? Dumb. It's not confirmed, but they're trying to hammer. Who's out dumber? Who's dumber? Jacksonville or Byron Leftwich? Byron Leftwich, Jacksonville, yeah, sure. Jacksonville. No, Byron Leftwich. It's close. No, it's Byron Leftwich. It's Why would you go there? You played there. Why would you go there? You know what no, kind of system it is down there. He wants a head coaching job, but this is the fucking Peyton Manning syndrome when he was there. Adam Gase. This is the next Adam Gase. Oh, yeah, he'll be. And he'll who is that other guy? Byron Leftwich is nothing. He's one of the other guys nothing. that used to coach. The he had Chargers Tom Brady. Team. Tom Brady's running that offense in Tampa. It's not Byron yeah, and Adam Gase and Adam Gase at Peyton Manning. Manning, and, yeah. And who was the one that left before him? He went and coached the Chargers before that. I forget his name, but he he was under Manning too. That thirteen year, I forget his name. He used to coach yeah, the Chargers. No, uh, what an absolute. Both both land on the list. They're both fucking stupid. What a dumb dumb dumb. Well, it's more Jet. No, it's Jags. It's Jags because Byron Leftwich, you're looking for a job. Like, take a head coaching job if you can get it and run with it. But the Jags, you're an idiot. Uh, OBJ, Odo Beckham Jr., $750,000 salary with the Rams, took it in Bitcoin. It's now worth 335K. Mike McCoy came from, he was another guy that came under Peyton Manning and got a head. That's what Leftwich is. Did he take a salary in Bitcoin? No, 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 he did not. OBJ didn't didn't hear that. Yeah. No, I heard it. I sent it to you. Turn 750,000 into 35. Uh, Wise move, Ray, as an owner of Bitcoin. I'm sorry. Uh, What what fucking off bar? H bar. Uh, J E W coin. (laughs) Little insight in the text chain, Ray sent us. Uh, that would be nine oh nine for your timestamp, Richard. I can't do that. It's gonna play. We'll get. We'll get the FCC on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ray sent us, uh, we were talking uh, this about this today in the text chain, and Ray said, I have Bitcoin. 
I looked it up. Uh, Bitcoin's worth about sixty-eight thousand dollars per Bitcoin. He said, "Oh no, I have uh, whatever the fucking stupid. I have cryptocurrency." Yeah, there's yeah, everyone does. Uh, OBJ, wise move. Thirty-five after taxes. Yeah, not a good him. move. Not a good. Russell Okun took his last year, the year before, and made like he was like the highest paid player in the league because it was like skyrocketing, yeah. and now it's like nothing. Yeah, whoever's managing his money misplayed that one. Yeah, um, she she likes. Okay, let's get to the biggest, simplest mind of the week. Uh, that would be our very own Mr. Raymond Langevin, <laughs> who started off the this circling all the way back to the beginning of the show and our year of the FUPA negative text chain where Bill and I had to shut Ray off because he started this weekend off. Uh, Grayson Allen me, pissing me off with the Grayson Allen play on Caruso in the Bulls. I, shut up, Ray. Shut up. Grayson Allen uh, fouled Caruso going for a dunk. Flagger two. Was Bullshit. kicked out of the game, was suspended for a game. And Ray wrote a blog on SimpleMindSports.com that said Grayson Allen needs to be kicked out of the league from what I can see because of all the tripping he did at Duke. No, I said that needs you to be You are a soft, 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 soft individual. It started by me saying that NBA is soft, the NHL is soft, the NFL, all professional sports have become so fucking soft. Go look at that replay. He went for the ball, and then he went for the ball again. And even if he didn't, who fucking cares? He didn't take out his leg. He didn't take him out from behind. He didn't take him out from behind. Went face to face and took the fucking guy down. That's exactly right. Don't start. We're we're still. You're still on thin ice of us talking to you. All of you snowflakes. All of you snowflakes on Twitter and everything. And oh, Grayson Allen almost fucking murdered a guy in the basketball. He deserves to be kicked out of the league. Fuck you. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It was a hard foul. Who cares? You want to see a hard foul? Didn't Rudy Tom Tom Jonovich get knocked out on center court when he played for the Rockets? (laughs) Broke his jaw. Give me that back. And last thing, and I'll Robert throw Parrish it over to hit Ray. Bill Lambeer in the middle of the game, and they didn't even get thrown out after fist went flying. Like, come on, I love that shit. Who was the uh, 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 Mari Stoudemire was going hard at Grace Allen, saying that he should be suspended f- for more. And fuck, I forget the guy that tweeted it back at him. And basically, Mari Stoudemire undercut the guy, and he broke his wrist and missed wrist the rest of the game. And I wrist missed the season, and I forget his fucking name. I'm sorry. But it, the, the hypocrisy of all of these people, it, it, was a hard, it was a hard foul. He went for the ball. Mm. Go ahead, Ray. Now is your time. Ahead, he, he didn't go for the ball. It was his, if you watch it, he does go for the ball with his right hand. His left hand is dragging Alex Caruso down, and he fractures his wrist. The guy's out six to eight weeks now. He's, he's a pussy. Mm, he's not a he's no Gordon Hayward, that's for sure. He's Let me ask you something, off. right? You play you play basketball. If the guy's going up for well. a, a layup, we're white, so no one was dunking in our in our uh, high score leagues. A guy's going up for a layup and you go up for a hard foul and you don't want him to score, are you just going to wave willy-nilly at the ball and let the guy go up, or are you gonna go grab his wrist, pull it down for a hard foul? No, I fucking hit. I go for the wrist, I hit hard, I club. That's what I used to do. Okay, so why are you so why were you so adamant about this? I hate foul? Grayson Allen. Listen, uh, I I hate Grayson Allen. I can wrote a blog about it because so I fucking hate Grayson Allen. And it then no, you read the blog, go, and then you fucking go. got pissed off, and that's how it all started with the Texas change. No, I got pissed off before yes. I read the blog. No, you were pissed off because that's how it all started. I didn't even nope. fucking bring up Grayson Allen. You did. 
Not me. I brought up Grayson Allen, and then you said, I wrote a blog about this, and then I told you how wrong you were before I read the blog. And then I read the blog, and I said, that is the dumbest shit I've ever read. And then you sent me some, and I said, show me an example of when Grayson Allen was a coach I in gave the you NBA. A YouTube and you video. can't find any. There's nothing from Grayson Allen in the NBA. Yes, nothing. there is. Did you not watch the video? It's all Duke. He was a piece of shit at Duke. The only thing he did in the NBA was punch Grant Williams for being an asshole to him. That's it. And this hard foul. And all yeah. the Bucks have his back, too. I got Giannis's <laughs> back before I got anybody else's. Bill's if he says it's cool, then I'm good with him. Just waiting for you guys to finish. Go ahead, Bill. No, I agree with everything Rich said. Fuck you, Ray. That's Suck awesome. It. This has been some of my Simple Gately waiting for us to finish. Thank you, Bill. Friday Rewind, January 28th. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Is that? Thank you, Irene. We can Irene. go. We can do it there and back in the day. Thanks, Irene. From uh, Manchester to Cooperstown in a day. I've yep. done it Have multiple times. I've done it multiple times. Were you it fucked is... up when you drove? No. <laughs> I would not go there for a day. I mean, there is shit around it, but it's an okay town. There's a couple pubs. It's yeah, a nice drive a nice, there. I'm not gonna nice drive there and watch a ceremony and then drive back. You're gonna stay no. the night. Maybe maybe hop off in the you guys can hop off in the Poconos, get a little love shack on the way back. Excuse me, do you have any honeymoon suites available? Yeah, I'd like the one with the oh, heart, a hot tub. Have you ever Ray seen is def- Ray is definitely the power bottom in this situation. Hey, as long as you show me a good weekend, baby, I don't care. Your wife doesn't, so I, someone's gotta. <laughs> That's right, baby girl. That's it. Uh, boys, we are running late, so we're going to go ahead and uh, get the show started with some opening takes. Yeah.